Hello again, everyone. So in my last couple of audios, I started talking to you about how I sort of changed my life around um, going from juggling audibles, uh, going and doing a job that I wasn't particularly happy in, to being able to come out the other side and turn my hobby into my main income. So hula hooping, you might not think, oh yeah, you know, that's okay. You might make a little bit of money doing the old class and so on. And and that's what I actually really thought in the beginning. I, I never thought it would be possible in the very beginning to be able to leave my salon job and actually make all my money from just teaching hula hooping. I mean, there's only one of me, and I think, how many classes can I possibly do in a week? Like, you know, before I burn out, then, you know, there's always going to be a ceiling on, on how much money I can make from it. But actually, I was very wrong, and I found that out over time. So in my previous audio, I started talking about how you can change your um, career if you really want to, if you've got a hobby that you've always wanted to make money from. Um, and if you haven't got the money straight away to maybe go and train, um, then you need to just start somewhere. You need to start putting a little bit of money aside and saving. Now, even if it's just a small amount, tiny amount, whatever it is, just try and do what you can. Now, uh, I have to confess, I'm the worst saver in the world. I cannot save money at all. Um, you know, money just seems to burn a hole in my pocket. I'm, I've got money and I want to spend it. I need to curb that. But when it's something I really, really wanted to do. So for example, I wanted to train up as a hula hoop teacher and I knew to be able to do that properly, then I would have to get qualified as a fitness instructor. So um, that's what I did. So I knew I wouldn't be able to do that straight away. I didn't have the money. Um, at the time, you know, we had two young children and my husband was working, but he wasn't bringing in that much money at the time. There just wasn't anything spare. So what I ended up doing was just trying to like 10 pound a week I started off just putting aside, um, instead of those takeaways, I just started putting the money aside and we'd have something else instead. And, you know, it's just temporary. It's temporary sacrifices for a better long-term gain, isn't it? And and that's what I did. I kind of just saved little bits. I, I sold things on eBay that I didn't want anymore. Um, I, I did more in the salon. I offered more treatments. I went in in the evenings and I just tried to say whatever I could. And I I managed to save and I booked myself on this fitness instructor training course and I qualified as a fitness instructor. So that set me up then to be able to start doing what I wanted to do, which, which was teaching hula hooping um, as a fitness class. And from there, doors just started to open for me. Uh, I just set up one class a week, first of all, in my tiny little village where I live. <laughs> and actually, that class has now been going in, in, still in the tiny little village for the last four years. And it's still really popular. Uh, but from there, like, it just grew. It just grew and grew and grew. I'd found a little niche and uh, I set up more classes. I started to go in and start teaching children. And that's when everything made sense and all the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle started to fit together. And then I really realized how I could make decent money from it. And um, teaching the kids, uh, as well as teaching the adults, would, would mean, mean that you know revenue was coming in for me. And obviously I was starting to burn out a little bit because <laughs> it was like, wow, I'm teaching a lot of classes. And it's all physical, really physical, physical work. So... Obviously, I got to a point then when I could actually leave my salon job 
So I left that. So then I wasn't juggling quite so many balls. And I started to supplement that salon income with my hula hoop class income. However, there was a ceiling on it because I wasn't physically able myself to go out and deliver all these sessions, which is when I decided to write a um, training program that would allow me to train other teachers. So again, that's what I did. <laughs> I wrote this training program. I sent it off to um, have a stamp of approval. Uh, so like, uh, it's kind of like gives it recognition so that um, instructors know that what they're coming to train and spend their money on is uh, valid I guess or is like it's approved basically so that is what I did and since 2013 which is when I wrote that instructor training um things have just gone mad <laughs> which I'll tell you about in my next podcast